I think we're good to go. Uh oh. Not not sure it's squeaky. Well, I don't think you can pick it up. You hope we can get the eat on our phone. You get off your phone, Michael. Nah. <laughs> oh my god. I am freezing my ass off. I really miss being in the studio. Yeah. This is like my garage is not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, you can be as loud as you want. Just look at the studio. It's still a little chilly. Yes. And we can't record downstairs because we have to wait till the kids are asleep to record. And if they're asleep, then we can't be loud. <laughs> great. <laughs> Don't you want to have kids, Mike? It's great fun. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> to sleep in and do it well no i take that back your dog freaks you out i don't even go to sleep anymore (laughs) (laughs) i was probably up until 5 a.m last night what the fuck let me guess you're playing uh star trek online no i knew it mario 64 no even though that is an option (laughs) (laughs) no i was watching probably the worst movie i've ever seen in my life no way yeah what was it the green inferno it is the most grotesque, disgusting movie I've ever seen. There is cannibalism. I've never even is, heard of it. There is, like, crazy amounts of, like, body mutilation. Uh-huh. Like, like worse than, like, gen- hostile? Genital mutilation. What? There was, like, uh, it was just bad. There was, this was one of the only movies, too, I've ever seen that doesn't give a fuck about nudity. <laughs> they did not give a fuck. There were peepees. Well, there were you've seen Game of Thrones. There were front butts. There <laughs> were <laughs> front butts. Are you talking about like Game of Thrones? The whole first season, there was so much dong flopping around. It's I'm like, just really? like really like <laughs> you know because this you know it's, it's not like, even necessary. <clears throat> this is your choice as an actor too, because eventually you're gonna do other things. Right, and people are gonna be like, I know what his peepee looks yeah, like. Yeah, be like, yeah, there's what's his name. Hey, yeah, I, I know it. that thing anywhere. That's gross. <laughs> You're playing a priest now, but you know what? 20 years ago, you flashed your dog. So it, <laughs> it negates. Go. I can't believe that you're a priest. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be that role anymore. Not acceptable. No, it was it was a bad movie. Like, I would never recommend this movie to anybody. Like, it's, it's supposed to be a scary movie, and it has scary elements, I guess. But it's not like a fear of, like, like hooga booga and like somebody jumps out at you no yeah. it's like literally the fear of being eaten alive by a tribe in the amazon like it's <laughs> it's not even and, and like a rational fear of it like it's not irrational to think that once you're <laughs> captured by them like well, yeah and then you see them do it and you're like oh i'm next great yeah, I am and then it's like I'm oh here. i gotta sit through two days of being here with them when are they gonna eat me oh, like Jesus that's Christ. basically the the horror of the movie and it's like sounds dumb it has some of the funniest scenes i've ever seen in any movie though <laughs> like what? it's it's intentionally funny or just i think it is ah. because it's so off the wall stupid that it's funny like one second person's getting eaten the next second like the uh or well one second the person's being chopped up then they throw the body in the oven then they look at the people that were with that person that just got chopped up and thrown in the oven. Yeah. And they're like, eh, my friend got chopped up, and now he's about to be eaten. I don't want to be here. And <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, appropriate response. Cool. And then, like, one of the girls is like, guys, I'm sick. And, the, and this guy's like, yeah, no shit. We're all sick. We just watched our friend get chopped up. And she's like, no, like, I'm really sick. Move. And they all run to the opposite corner of the little pen they're in. 
and she runs to the corner, drops her pants, and just takes the meanest shit you ever heard <laughs> in your life. Fuck? And it's in so much graphic detail. What? You're like, what am I watching? <laughs> she just goes in the corner. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Like, you're an actress. Did, you did might that, have a career. Did that uh, happen? <laughs> and then like, it's over. <laughs> there's another scene where this girl, there's these two girls that are in the pen. Um, they're a couple. And one of them escapes, and she takes off, and it's we, you don't really see what happens to her, but like, like maybe five ten minutes later, the whole group that's in the pen still finds out that she was caught and she was killed, and they were given her as food, oh. and the girlfriend of her eats some of her, doesn't realize oh. they no one knew they were all eating it too, everybody was eating it. Well, they're cannibals. What but else then, do you think you're eating? Well, they thought it was pork because they also ate pig. Oh. So they were like, you know, they were telling themselves that, and they were eating it. And then the girl, like, ate it all, and then looked down at the bowl, and there was blood in it. And she looked up, and she saw this village kid wearing, like, part of his part of her girlfriend's skin. Oh. Like, And she knew it was her girlfriend's skin because she had a tattoo. And the kid had the tattoo, like, right on his chest. And uh, it was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Holy crap. But then it got even worse when she broke the bowl and then killed herself with the cut pottery. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, like, out of fucking nowhere, crazy comedy moment that's not even funny. It's, like, it's so dark and twisted that it was funny. The, <laughs> the guy that basically led them all there that got captured with them, he just starts beating it in the corner. <laughs> and they're like, what? They're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like. <laughs> oh my god he, he's like don't worry about it <laughs> what the fuck? they're like what are you doing no stop <laughs> and he's like no I, I need to think clearly and the only way you can do that is through a release oh and the only two god. ways you can get a release is through violence or pleasure so i'm choosing the good one and, <laughs> and they're like this one guy was like i'm gonna fucking kill you and he comes over starts choking him out while he's choking him out the guy starts going harder (laughs) and i'm like stop i'm like stop this is the worst shit i've ever seen in my life what the fuck i'm i'm really sitting there contemplating how did this movie get approved yeah who made that who wrote it fucking eli roth the self-proclaimed master of horror jesus he's the guy that looks like an identical twin to zachary quinto spock Oh um, Jesus Christ, Eli! Come he's on. he's the guy that was. Um, have you ever seen Inglorious Bastards? Yes, he was the one with the baseball bat, the better Jew. Yes, I love that. Character. Yes, but seriously, Eli, he's a he's a fucking crazy man. Eli, get some but help. He's the kind of guy that like sets up haunted houses that aren't just haunted houses. Like you can sign a waiver, and like if you want, if it, like if you're willing to agree. Like, the people that work at that haunted house can physically torture you. Oh. Like, like, you can have teeth removed and shit. Like, Jesus Christ. That's the shit Eli Roth does. Like, he has oh. a spot in Vegas that's like an escape room that is the most extreme ex- escape room because it literally, like, will fuck you up. Like, that's fucked up, man. But that movie's whole fear is, like, uh, a horror aspect is, like, I'm getting eaten. Liberal college kids think they're going to save the people in the jungle from, uh, you know, bulldozers and machinery coming in to t- <laughs> steal the natural resources. So all these 20-something-year-old, you know, liberal kids that don't know anything about the world, they're like, yeah, for the cause. <laughs> and then they go out there and get caught by the natives, and the natives are fucking brutal. And they're like, <laughs> like it's like, oh, this like is that. the world we wanted to save. That sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. But it had probably the worst ending to any movie I've ever seen. It had the worst 
beginning to any movie I've ever seen, and it uh, had the worst middle to any movie I've ever seen. It's pretty bad. I mean, there's been, like, people... Oh, we should probably start the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Hi. Ah. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And it's <laughs> the Halloween episode. Spooky. <laughs> oh my god. It's been a while since we recorded. So yeah. We were excited to see each other. There was lots of hugs. Um, well, not just kidding. We're kidding. It's COVID, so no. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about some scary shit. One of the scariest shits. Shits? Some of the scariest shits? Shit is... I don't know. <laughs> One of the scariest things <laughs> is that uh, everything is fucking getting pushed back. Yes. Every goddamn thing. Your priest wants to push back masks. Your grandma's pushing back dying because she doesn't want to die in the middle of COVID and put everybody out. Yes. Everything's getting pushed back. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it sucks, dude. Dune. We got all excited for Dune. Everybody was all happy. My wife's all like giddy and super happy. We love Dune. We like Dune. Um, and then it got pushed. pushed. It got pushed back till 2021. And because Dune got pushed back to 2021, Batman got pushed back to 2022. That hurts the most to me. It's pretty rough. And Wonder Woman's getting pushed back, possibly. Possibly. Uh, the Bond movie is like in this weird limbo right now. They said it was supposed to. Uh, well, it's supposed to drop in like April this year. Yeah. But because of COVID, they mm -hmm. pushed it. Then they pushed it again. And now it's pushed for like June, I think, next year. Ugh. But uh, I forget. I, I forget if it's Sony or who owns the rights to Bond. But uh, they're, I think it's Sony. they're doing some kind of weird uh, deal. Or they're thinking about it. They're shopping the idea of it um, to put uh, Bond right to a streaming service. Which I don't know why they all don't just do that. They're if, gonna if, have to. If the movie is ready, yeah, the crowds will come to the streaming services to get it. Well, like, it's you know it'll be an interesting test too. Like, well, Mulan didn't do good. No. I think because of that actress. But the funny thing about Mulan is, um, for money made per movie, yeah, Mulan didn't make Disney hardly any money. But per active subscription gain. It made Disney a lot of money. They had like a seven hundred and sixty percent increase. Damn. On on subscriptions, 
Now, so. See, people have been doing that. They talk about doing that with The Mandalorian, where they're going to wait till it completely comes out, mm-hmm. then they're going to join Disney Plus, binge watch it, and then cancel their membership. Yeah, which is like it's like that's cool. You but can do that, but why not watch it as it comes out, like everybody else? Because it's you fun. have like right, especially during a pandemic. It's like, six ninety nine a month. <laughs> Seriously, it is the cheapest of the and of the services. Yeah, and the amount of shit you get. Which, by the way, I'd like to add uh, my three year old. Uh, I was at work, <laughs> my internet, and my phone went off, and it's on the uh, the one linked to my Disney uh, Plus. It's the email that I only use for specific things. Yeah, and uh, it was like, Bling! I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it says, thank you for signing up for AMC Plus. Oh, blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, ah! so I texted my wife. I'm like the hell get, <laughs> she's get, like what get her off the thing <laughs> <laughs> you know and she must have just grabbed it and hit the button you know either that or it's my mom and i'm totally blaming the kids it could have been my mom um <laughs> i love you mom i'm sorry uh but yeah like so i was like son of a bitch and that that's that's nine bucks a month for amc plus and they've got shit right i mean they got a league of their own can't be that bad right but, right but i'm not paying for that shit no i got netflix disney CBS All Access, and that's you know, and oh, and uh, Con TV, which is actually pretty fucking cool. Con TV has like it's got like Comic Cons and things like that. Back background, like, you see the interviews when people do a panel. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the Con TV crew is there recording it, so you get to see panels. So you can just watch panels from, that's ev- cool. from the Avengers One, like all the way through Thor, all like the cool panels. You can see the background, that's see costume, sweet. costume contests and shit. That's awesome. You know, which is kind of cool. Um, but they've also got really shitty movies. Oh, which is great. Like like the like the ones that are kind of fun to watch. Yeah, but yeah. But they've also got all of and the, it's the whole reason we got this. Um, all of uh, um, most extreme elimination challenge. Oh, all of them. Oh, even the special. Oh my gosh, it is so worth. That's it. That's glorious. It is so <laughs> much fun, and it's it's you know well the thing is. It's as HD as you can get. Cause a lot of those weren't real things. But uh, on the subject of, of streaming services, while we're doing this, a little tangent, CBS All Access can suck my balls. Like, yeah. it's so bad. Well, there's not much to put on that. Not just that. I've – okay, <laughs> I'm so angry about this shit. Because, like, I can't cancel it because my mom likes it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of stuff on there she watches, and I love her, so I want her to have access to it because she's living the hermit life in, in, in a, you know apartment building. So, you know, because yeah. of COVID, we can't, you know. Um, and, like, it's – okay, it's the only streaming service that lags on my, my, my internet. The only one. Why? Like, Netflix works fine. Everything works fine. It just fine. doesn't work right. 1080p. I have 150 megs a second. Okay, download speed. So there's no constant. excuse here. No, it's constant. My upload speed is like 30 megs. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So we try to watch Discovery, and the audio lags. Everything lags. It's jittery. It stops and goes, stops and goes. Picard was unwatchable on CBS All Access. We had to use Cody. Oh, my God. Okay, and I don't mind talking about it because I pay for the fucking service. So, yeah, right, I, right. I watched it on I watched it on Cody. And, you know, I love Cody, which is fine, because I watch a lot of shit on Cody. But I shouldn't have to go to a s- different service to watch something I'm paying for on another service. Right. That's stupid. And, I lit- like, literally, you're talking about, you know, Cody accesses not live streaming, but servers to watch stuff that people have uploaded. You know, it's just not really illegal. You're just watching a different stream. You're not downloading anything. Right. But, you know, 
it's you, even with Cody, you'd have some buffering issues from from time to time. But yeah, <laughs> it was crystal clear. Right, 150 megs a second. Yeah, CBS All Access laggy every single time, and I see this complaint all the time. People are like, oh, well, you know, uh, maybe it's your internet connection. It's like, well, it's not because it's the only everything else works. Literally. Why why would CBS be different? Yeah, why? Because yeah, it's you know, it's the only program. It's not displaying in HD. You know, well, well maybe it's HD, but it's not displaying in like 4K. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That's silly. You know, and I, I even tried like hardlining it into the modem just in case that might be what's going on. No, no. So terrible. CBS All Access. Shame on you. For shame. <laughs> you feel shame. I got uh everything but that. I think. I have Prime Video. I'll give you my password. You just use mine. I have HBO <laughs> Max. I have Hulu. I have Netflix. I have I like Disney. Prime Video. Prime Video is really decent. I th- some they've t- got a lot of stuff. Some and I like that they centralize it with your Amazon account, so you can buy digital movies and oh, just yes. have them there. I, oh, I yeah. like that. Um, on top of the fact that there's just free movies every every month. Oh yeah. Um, or, and the shows are really good too. Um, I haven't got around to watching the boys yet, but that's on my on my list now because it looks so good. They just it? finished season two, so I'm I'm going into it soon. I think I'm after I'm after I take this Vegas trip, I'm gonna watch it. Um, but yeah, I got. I mean, I have pretty much everything, and the only one I ever have real issues with, and it's not even like a technical issue. It's just a like I don't like it. Like it's Netflix, and it's not it's not necessarily like. You know, when that whole cuties drama came out, it's like, yeah, they're disgusting for for that, whatever. But that's not why I hate Netflix. I hate Netflix because literally, I can go on there and find nothing to watch. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened to me quite a few. Like times. a lot of the time, I will go on there and scroll and be like, "Holy shit, you guys haven't changed anything for the last three months." I swear to God. And then all of a sudden, you'll see this glut come in, and you're like, "Yeah," oh, and you'll eat it up in a all week, at and once. you're like, "Okay." Yep. Every uh, time. Yeah, the Borat film came out on. Uh, that was. Uh, which you call Amazon, wasn't it? Yes. And I was impressed. Like, they dumped a lot of money to that shit, right? Like Tom Hanks is in it the, <laughs> for a second. For a brief, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was <laughs> dying laughing when I saw Tom Hanks. I was like, no. And Boris coughing on. He's like, when he was, in, oh, they had him at the fucking market <laughs> in China, in the Wuhan market. Oh yeah. He was coughing oh, on yeah. the ducks. On the ducks. That's so bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll talk. We're gonna talk about that movie for sure, man. That movie's so freaking funny, but it was it was good. Uh, but yeah, so they're pushing back. We'll go back to where we were. We'll try to stay on track. Um, they're freaking like they pushed everything back, and a lot of stuff has just stopped. I think the last, the last film they were actively working on when this shit all hit was the next Matrix movie, and they finally stopped filming that. Oh yeah, they're uh, they're editing now. So they um, must have finished. Like they must have f- done some shoots. And it sucks though because they were already working on John Wick as well. Oh. John Wick Four. They could just had John and, Wick Matrix. And they pushed John Wick back. They were supposed to have the same release day, so you would have a double feature of Keanu. Oh, awesome! Like you could show up at like one o'clock at the theater, leave at six w- after seeing both of his movies. <laughs> That's awesome. It would have been awesome, but oh my God. because of COVID, they had to stop filming one, and then they stopped filming the other. And then they got back to filming one, but because he was filming that one, he couldn't film the other. Jesus. So now Matrix is going to be done before John Wick 4. So John Wick 4 is pushed back even further. Which, granted, I think most people would be more excited for John Wick 4 than <laughs> Matrix 4 at this point. It, it, you know, and it's it's not that the Matrix is bad. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> We're in the garage with a shot, and I thought I heard my wife. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. 
I think it was just your chair squeaking a little bit. I was Possible. just like, I was like, ah, I like that side. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think people necessarily are looking forward to Matrix as much as they are for um, John Wick because John Wick has a successive story that hasn't let people down yet. Yeah, exactly. Matrix, you had the first one. And that was it. <laughs> and, that was it. I, and then the third one just ruined it. Oh, it, it was bad. The second one I mean, the third got one's worse. got a couple cool moments. I can't say it doesn't. But, like, Jesus Christ, by the end of the movie, it's like... So it's like, wait, it so doesn't outside, even make sense anymore. So outside of the Matrix, he can kill machines too. Just I thought even in. the ending of two well, did make sense when he when he's running in the real world and then he sticks his hand out and fucking stops the Sentinels. Right. It, like up until that point, <laughs> the movie made sense. Yeah. And then he did that, and I was just like, "That's really cool that is he that can the do Matrix that." Too. But like, is, is it, it all the Matrix? Is it also, yeah, is it just different <laughs> is it levels? the Matrix within the Matrix? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought too. I'm like, that's huh. crazy. <laughs> just different levels. I mean, that's pretty bad. I heard, I heard it too. That's, that's me. weird. That's, um, that's my chair squeaking. He goes, <laughs> yeah. I I feel like Revelations was it was good to a to a degree, and then it just kind of like got stupid. Funny thing is, Agent Smith is like the ultimate good guy throughout the whole series. <laughs> and he's just trying to make everything right. The only one he's really not the good guy is the first one. Like, he's genuinely a bad guy in the first one. But when he's defeated and then reborn, he's reborn as the perfect answer to the problem <laughs> that the Matrix causes. Like, yeah. it's like he's the answer. Not to mention, the Sentinels were right from the beginning, too. Because they're fucking... The the only reason they exist is because humans fucked Earth up. Oh yeah, humans oh, yeah. fucked Earth Earth up. The Sentinels were made to to protect that, mm-hmm. and then they put humans in pods and let them live perfect lives. But then they are like, we fucking hate the perfect lives. <laughs> yeah, right. So they <laughs> they send these fucking these people into a a realistic world where the capitalism is booming in America. <sighs> Where the communism is booming in China, people can be poor and starving. There was layers to it, and like uh, the the Matrix dealt with it on its own. So like, you know, those like those things were like done so that the people could be comfortable because the people rejected the paradise the Sentinels gave them. So the Sentinels were like, bro, like you ruined Earth. <laughs> we're gonna try to give you a good life. I remember, I remember they don't deserve a good life. They killed the earth. Like I was listening to uh, a podcast recently, and this guy, he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't understand anything about these machines. Like, they don't need to be on Earth. I mean, they know what humanity did to the skies to yeah. make it storm. So why don't they just leave? Right. Go to the moon. <laughs> just fly. go to Mars. Just fly. Just that, go into space. Like, like you don't need to be on the Earth. You're not like I have to breathe. I right. You're machines. Just, just There's nothing. Fucking go into space. Just leave humanity to die. Like you know, or just get rid of the atmosphere. And then all oh, storms are all gone. Now you have all the sunlight you want. I mean, like it was really funny. It was like Whereas, Jesus Christ. Like that. Though that series has a a downfall at some oh, point. Yeah. Whereas like John Wick has been like the first one is really fucking good. Oh yeah, and you watch the second one, you're like, "Holy shit, they're actually making a better sequel." And then the third one comes out, and you're like, "A better third movie? Like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> no one does that." Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Usually, usually the third movie, like, well, the third Matrix movie, Morpheus is like, j- like a joke. Yeah, like, <laughs> and and Trinity was like, it's some weird side project within the writing. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't even she was like, a hump machine. It's all she did. Like, like seriously, they're like, okay, let's do some sweaty backs and like. And like, Neo is like music. Like that's Trinity's. Neo's like completely useless. 
unless he's got a blindfold on and completely can can control <laughs> yeah, everything. Like so it made no sense. Yeah, it it, and then he gets back into the Matrix and he's got to fight like a a Voltron of Mr. Smith. And it's like <laughs> it's like what what is happening? It's like, like oh my god, he's a combiner. How are they joining? Oh my god, I don't know. He's Ultron, dude. He's Ultron. <laughs> oh my god. He's forming Devastator, but I think he put his head in the other Smith's butt. Uh, oh, is that what he got there? No, <laughs> no it's, just a, it's just a human centipede of Smith's. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of those series where I do cherish it. I just wish it ended better. But yeah. hopefully this new one's cool. The Wachowski uh, brothers, though, they like. I don't think like didn't they do like that weird mermaid movie after like uh, their movies after that kind of sucked. I don't know. All I know is they had that that sex change. They both did, and then the one is directing this one. They're not both doing this movie. It's it's only uh, I think it's Lana. Um, I I forget I forget which one it is, but I think it's Lana. Um, but it's uh, yeah, this is like the first Matrix movie that isn't being a duo job for them. And uh, I'm not sure why the other one wasn't a part of it. Weird. Wait, I, I, just, I didn't even. I'm having to look at my phone. I didn't understand. They they both went through a sex change. Yeah, they both changed. They transitioned. How? Like ten years ago or something? I think they. I, I want to say it was ten years ago. Uh huh. What? Yeah. <laughs> I had no earthly idea. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, they said they both felt like they were girls their whole life, and they were like, "What the fuck? Like, why? Why are we in a dude's body if we feel like we're a girl our whole life?" Like, they weren't ever attracted to like the idea of being a man. Like, they were, even though they were men, they were like, "Fuck that!" Like, we legit feel like we're women. Like, and we're not gonna just deny it. So they were like, "Let's just get a sex change," and then they both got sex changes. Wow! Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Be who you're gonna be. Yeah. That's, I had no idea. I was like, "Are you? Are you okay? Did you have a stroke?" No. <laughs> they, that's how little I. I didn't even believe it anything. until I read it either. Because it's like, how can you make a movie that's so like action heavy, so like masculine, so like over the top, man, over like, the top, like, masculine, cliche masculine, yeah. with a lot of like, dude, I'm so ungay, like I can do this. <laughs> But then those people, those same people are like, they're they're chicks on the inside. Yeah. And then they get that whole operation to become a full full blown chick. It. And it's like, <laughs> you guys were masculine writers. Why are you? How did you feel that you were a girl? Because this is very manly stuff you were writing. You gotta wonder like, if there was overcompensation, like they were. I could to see hide that. It, you know. I could see that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's interesting. That was strange. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. The uh, those Matrix movies like. I had seen Lawrence Fishburne going back to like horror films actually and um, Event Horizon oh yeah I think that was before Matrix maybe I don't remember I don't know Um, and um, like Event Horizon quite possibly is one of my favorite horror films because it's so freaky and it's it's like you know it's got uh, Sam Neill in it uh, it's before. It's just before. Is it? That's why. Uh, yeah. Because he's got Sam Neill in it. You know, do- he plays Doctor Weir, and Sam Neill, of course, was uh, from Jurassic Park. He was, you know, you know. So you like, you watch this, and you're like, oh my god, that's the guy from Jurassic Park. He's cool. Oh, he's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy as fuck. You know, it's like it's in the, the, the mo- and it's just like for those who don't know the story of Event Horizon, um, 
go look it up yourself. I don't want to fucking do it for you. <laughs> um, the uh, it is a very good horror film, though. Uh, it will scare you shitless. It makes you really like laugh at the at how like not scary some of the other horror, so-called <laughs> horror movies are. Um, but you know, yeah, I was thinking the other day, like, you know, my daughter's eleven, and we're start she's starting to like watch other shit now. And my wife and I were like, we should let her watch a real scary movie with us. And I'm like, yeah, something fun. You know, we watched. Was that your first choice to show her? <laughs> yeah, my wife's oh, like, no. no. I'm like, oh, ah. no. And I was like, oh, you got to get scarred a little bit. I mean, I think I was <laughs> eight and I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. And I was like, oh. I was watching Jeepers Creepers at age five. What's wrong with your dad? <laughs> no, it wasn't my dad. <laughs> it's not right. It was my aunt, and she's a horror movie buff. <laughs> that is not a. Well, Jeepers Creepers isn't too bad. He just steals it's body parts. I mean, it's <laughs> like literally within the first ten minutes, they fall down a shaft with like bodies making the whole tunnel, and it's like <laughs> it is a little freaky. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the first boobies I ever seen, <laughs> and it was rotten. It um, was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah, I think the first horror film I really remember seeing was. I mean, I'm sure I saw some before that. I mean, I think I saw Fritz. I, I think I, I saw, saw some of the uh, Friday movies. I um, saw Fritz the Cat way too young, too. Um, <laughs> here's another one to look up. I'm not doing it for you. Um, <laughs> I'm getting really uh, angry here. Uh, no, <laughs> You're very It was like, um, yeah, I think it was Friday the 13th. Not Friday the, Friday the 13th. It was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 because the, the little girl got oh. red shoved into the TV. <laughs> and then eaten by a snake. That's Freddy fun. Snake. So funny. You know, and then, uh, God, yeah, it was crazy. Texas Chainsaw, the, the like, the original or the remake? The first, 80s remake. Not the 80s remake. The second one that came out in like the early 2000s when they went for that really gritty like mm. um, style. It, it's the one where the dude is being dragged down the stairs by Leatherface. Yeah. And he goes to claw at the staircase wall and his nails fucking rip off. Like, Ugh. it was it was was that Rob Zombies? Because he was doing a bunch of those. I don't know then. if it was Rob Zombie. That's a good Rob, question. Because Rob did a bunch of stuff. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know, it's it was in his style. I would believe it if it was his. Uh, 2003. That was um, directed by Marcus Nispel. I do not know this man. Because change your last name. It sounds like Nipple. What is wrong with Marcus you? Marcus Nipples. <laughs> Who's the director on your film? Uh, Mr. Nipples. Mr. Nipples? Excuse me? Is that like one of those Mr. Men little miss books, but just a really inappropriate one? Paging Mr. Nipples. <laughs> That's good. Right. It could be, be really bad or really cool. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, yeah. I, th I think Friday the 13th Part 3 or 2 was my one of my first. But it, I think Jeepers Creepers definitely was like my first. I don't even count like Scream, even though Scream is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like... I don't count it. I, I see it as more of like a a, a teen. Oh, they were trying to get back to the slasher uh, flicks, like uh, Slumber Party Massacre. And yeah, stuff like that. And I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't really count it as like a horror movie. It wasn't really scary. I mean, I I'd say it was a thriller at most, but like that's not a – I don't it, say that's a scary movie. Like watching it when it, in the theaters, it was like, oh, no, crap, that's a twist. But now, it's, uh, now that I'm older – You're like, wow, that is so obvious. Yeah, like, dude, it's uh, Kelly hates watching movies with me. <laughs> like within like the first <laughs> ten minutes, I'm like – he totally did it. <laughs> he's a bad guy. Yeah, she's There's like, only a couple movies that subvert my expectations when it comes to that. Like, I I knew from the beginning of watching that horrible movie I watched last night that the the guy that was going to lead them to the Amazon was yeah. ultimately a douchebag. Like, <laughs> I knew it. I was watching the whole movie. I was like, he's going to be a douchebag. And then like an hour and a half into it, he's like, 
yeah, well, I did this. And I was like, you fucking douchebag. I knew it. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, like, I mean, there's not much they can do. The crazy thing is, like, Saw movies are built on, like, spending the whole movie following a perspective to shift the perspective at the last moment and yeah. that be the twist. Like, you realize the, the guy that you weren't focused on the whole time is the, the bad guy here. I never saw any of those movies. The first one is really, really interesting to watch, even if you're not into the rest of the series. Because the first one is a psychological game. It's not oh, a... that's cool. Like, it's two guys in a room chained up to a pipe, and they have a saw and a, a gun. And, like, they don't know what to do with either because they can't saw through the chains that hold them to the pipe. Hmm. Um, the reality is they're stupid and they could have saw through the pipe. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they, but they don't know that. So they think Saw wants them to cut through their feet, like cut their ankle and like cut their feet off, <laughs> um, which fucking sucks. But by the end of it, the whole time they're in this room, there's a dead body in the middle of the floor, and they're and he's got like his head blown off, shit, yeah. like like he shot himself, and uh, that's where the source of the gun was. But like by the end of the movie, that person in the middle of the floor gets up. And it was Jigsaw. And he's huh. like, he just like, you guys failed the game. I'm out. And like, he takes off. And they're, and the one guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, That's uh, right. Did they chop their feet off? One of them did chop his feet off and he dipped. The other guy is left there alone to die. Like, uh, he gets the door shut on him and he just starves to death. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Or he kills himself. I, I would imagine he kills himself after that door shuts. <laughs> but uh, so but it's so funny because, like, as the series went on, it, it became more about the traps and the twist at the end. Oh, yeah. Because the, the first one is really, like, you're hearing conversations with the people. You're trying to, like, learn about who they are. You know, it was it was really about that kind of stuff. Um, there wasn't really a, a a trap. Like, there was one trap, I think, in the first one, and it was the, it was the one where, like, it grips you, both sides of your jaw, and then if you don't unlock it in time, it just pulls the whole fucking thing back and like oh. snaps your whole jaw. Jesus. Um, I think that was in the first one, but there wasn't really any other traps. It was it was mostly about them two guys in the room learning who they are and how they're connected, and then trying to find a way out. The one guy's too weak to get out. The one guy's like, "Fuck it, I'll cut my foot off. I don't give a fuck." Yeah. And he does it, and then he escapes go forward like eight saw movies yeah. and that guy's part of the whole jigsaw thing like the cult of jigsaw like he's in on it now that's so it, weird it, it is weird but it's it's something that throughout the series like people that survive it tend to understand why they were even in it Be huh. because his whole idea is like a punisher mindset where you did something bad so i have to punish you but the jigsaw thing is fairness like first like if if you did something bad I'm going to put you in a situation where you can be punished for your crimes, but I'll also give you enough of a chance to where you can survive from this. That's kind of cool. And learn learn the message that you shouldn't be that person. And so those people, they get it. So they're like, yeah, Jigsaw, you're fucking right. And then they take over the role, and then they become assholes and ruin exactly what he was trying to do. They, <laughs> they turn it into a revenge games and shit. But uh, the most recent one they did, Jigsaw is like all it's called. Um it's like it's fairly obvious if you if you watched it more than once. Yeah. But if you watched that movie for the first time, I'm convinced no one had an idea who the bad guy was in this whole movie. I was sitting there watching it like 
who the fuck could it? It's got to be her. It's got to be her. <laughs> I was fucking, I was going crazy the in my head. Innocent, I was yeah. drawing I'm the assuming. dots and shit. Yeah. And it was like, she's so innocent, but she's also into murder and shit. What the fuck? And then, like, the guy's like, I'm just a doctor. And then the other guy's like, I'm a detective. And I'm going to be like this. And it gets revealed at the end that the fucking doctor who was like, trying to clear his own name the whole time was the fucking bad guy the whole time <laughs> and it's like huh like, like fuck? it wasn't the dickhead detective like he it would have been so easy for him to do all yeah, of this yeah. oh yeah but no it was a guy that survived it that became a doctor like i think i i was trying to think of the last horror movie i saw that actually scared me and like i have i don't scare easily i mean <laughs> growing up where we grew up <laughs> You know, so <laughs> that's a little bit scarier. Yeah, the Detroit. You know, so like people, I was like, you see this movie? Is they running through a field? I'm like, I would have grabbed a stick and stabbed him in the eye. Yeah, like the lawn next to me was a field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like you know, but what if somebody came in your house? You put your thumb in their eyes and you squeeze until they stop moving. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, from Jesus Detroit. Christ. What do you want? I'm from Detroit. It's instinct, like, bitch. <laughs> you know, I'm not from. I'm not fucking from Southfield. I'm not some Bloomfield Hills yuppie. I mean, I will no. cut your face off and wear like a mask to scare your family. You gotta I'm from do Detroit. Um, <laughs> you you got to do it. It's mandatory. It's fucking scary. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I really cannot think of a movie that scared me. Even, like, you know, the Alien series and stuff like that. Like, there hasn't been a single thing that really scared me. But I was like, oh, shit, you know, in yeah. a long, long time. Like, I think there's been a couple of Japanese movies where I was just like, that's kind of weird. Like, like the Japanese Juan series, The Grudge. The, the Grudge? Fir- the first one was yes. pretty freaky. The Japanese version, not the U.S. version. Even the even the U.S. <clears throat> version was weird. Like, it's it's a weird kind of horror. Yeah, it's good, though. I mean, it's, it's but it's just like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, that I would be kind of freaky. I don't even think I was really scared in The Grudge until I saw that fucking pile of hair in the corner of the room, like, just flo- like floating, like, as like a, oh, God. Like, that just gets my... Was that the one girl hitting her bed, and then all of a sudden yeah. she's the bump in the what bed, the start fuck? moving up closer and closer. She's like, ah! I mean, but that, at that point, I thought the dumbest thing was when the hand came out the hair oh, and yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. "It's like God, like why? get a Buffy, stab yourself in the head." <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Sarah. Yeah, no, it was. It, it, I don't know. I feel like Americans adapting anything is usually not a good idea, but yeah. like, yeah. there's only a couple times where it works out right. There like, was that one movie that came out where they went to an insane asylum, and uh, it was like a really grade D horror movie where these this camera crew. These ghost hunters or uh-huh. whatever, um, paranormal investigators or whatever. Yeah, Par- yeah. Par- no, it wasn't paranormal activity. It was something like that. But they go to this insane asylum, and it's a real in- insane asylum. It's abandoned. It's in like Jersey or some shit. Uh-huh. And uh, they go there because it's supposed to be haunted. And the security guard's like, "Did you know?" You know, and they're like, <laughs> "They're like, come on." He's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll lock you guys in, and then, you know, they just all set up or whatever, and like." So they're, they're exploring that. They explore the place or whatever. There's unknown shit happens. They go into a room and they uh, they see like a, a swing that was moving on its own. They see a woman standing in the corner crying and she turns around. They're like, are you okay? And she's like, Rawr! and her jaw gets humongously large, like the size of a car Jesus. door. And her eyes buck out and she's like, Rawr! so they run and they run back to the main area to get out and it's just a brick wall. There's no exit. There's no exit at all. And they go up the staircase and look out a window and they can see outside 
but if they go out the window they wind up back in the entryway and like it's still like they, basically they're trapped there and it's just it's one of those movies where you're just like that's predictable the, the characters are poorly done I almost said drawn but like you know, they might as well be but everything was just like ugh. you know that was like the last one that I thought was kind of different you know that, that came out like yeah you know the M Night Shyamalan movies have been kind of shitty for a long time. I think the the split and glass combination movies were really good for that him. was that was those were interesting. Yeah, I I thought Glass's ending could have been a little bit better, but I did like the movie overall. Split was really fucking well done. I I like James McAvoy alone like was phenomenal. In oh, that he's movie. incredible, the Beast. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I like Devil, but it was really predictable. Oh yeah, you're like that's gonna be the grandma. <laughs> yeah, like you never, you like you would never expect the the innocent old lady, but yeah. like that's why it's her. Yeah. Like, I did like how the security guards saw it, like they knew it was the devil. Like we, we were like, oh my gosh, they got to witness it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. it wasn't this thing like, oh, it happened to this little group of people, and nobody knows, but the guy who survived was like, no, no everybody he, saw that, and they were looking for it, and she vanished, and they're like, oh my god, yeah, that was we have it on tape. That was the devil, you know. I like stuff like that. It's kind it's of really cool. I, I like any kind of paranormal related movies where people can be like in on it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, if it's just a core group of people, I'm like, oh, kill, kill the Scooby crew. Who cares? You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like whatever. Get Velma and her fucking glasses. Um, <clears throat> there was that really funny Adult Swim uh, thing with uh, what they did with <laughs> I think it was the Scooby crew. They all died. They kept dying because it was like it's Adult Swim. It's like uh, Robot Chicken, <laughs> you know, and like. At the end, like she knocks the Velma and winds up knocking the guy out accidentally, <laughs> and she ties him up, and like she pulls the mask off. She's like, "Oh man, withers!" And he's like, "Ah, I would have got there's doubloons in that lake." And he's like, "He's like doubloons, hundreds of dollars worth of doubloons." She's like, "Hundreds of dollars? My friends are dead." <laughs> he was actually you? murdering them for five hundred dollars. He's like, "Well, maybe more like three hundred. I don't think they're that old. They might be plastic." <laughs> They might be plastic. I just saw him once. And he's like, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. That's so dark. That's the way it would be, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so these – when you look up horror movies nowadays, a lot of them, I think, are kind of just – they're rehashes of, of old a shit. A lot of them are. I didn't even watch any of them. They it Follows was very unique. Um, it Follows was pretty good. I like that. I, I like. I love the idea of it. Yes, um, it was kind of freaky, b- being a newer thing. The whole thing was filmed in Detroit too. That was. I, I was shocked by the fact that they were even allowed to film in Detroit because it came out around a time where we weren't offering any film incentives. incentives. Well, they didn't need too much of a budget either. No, it was very. Right? Low, it yeah, was very low budget. The yeah. most budget was in uh, effects, and yeah. uh, there wasn't even many effects. There was like a couple moments where they needed to have like. A blanket fly across the room, or like, yeah, like just simple shit. And some of it was CGI too. Like, yeah, you know, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't much. Um, there was like lighting stuff going on. There wasn't it wasn't that crazy, but like, I thought big, that was a really unique uh, big naked idea. dude standing on the roof. Yeah, <laughs> like, that whoa. was weird. <laughs> so, da- dad, dad, like, <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> nasty. Yeah, I thought I, it was kind of funny because like the little sister in the movie like rips one. You're like, oh really? Like, yeah, he's gonna rip. Honestly, one? like, uh, what is with that? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're supposed to be a, a gross little sister. I get that, but you're like, you're <laughs> at least seventeen. Why would you old. do this? You're at least seventeen <laughs> years old. Like, um, yeah, that movie was pretty good. It follows. I like the Annabelle movies. I didn't see any of those. The girl Lulu. That's uh, the one that went into 
do Haunting a Hill House. Haunting, yeah. Yeah, Lulu Wilson. And that was really Lulu good. Lulu Wilson's actually pretty cool. She was in Search of Picard. Yeah. She was in the only good episode <laughs> of the first season of Star Trek Picard. <laughs> the only episode with any heart whatsoever um, because it was actually written after they'd gotten done principal filming of all the other episodes and they realized that, oh my god, we need an episode with heart because this entire series is dark as shit. <laughs> so they went back and they filmed an entire episode with the Rikers and Lulu Wilson as uh, Kestra. And I was just like, it's weird because you're watching this series and it's like dark, 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 kind of jumbled, not don't really know what's going on, okay, he's having sex on an android, uh. and then like, <laughs> oh my god, there's people I want to see, I know those people, oh, this is great, oh, this is funny, this is really good interaction, the acting is amazing, it's fluid, everything's cool, and the episode's over, and it's just like, back to the shit again, you know, <laughs> and you're like, ah, man, yeah. yeah, she was pretty good, I haven't seen any of the Annabelle series. It's uh, at least the first one is like really good. Is that um, haunted doll? Is that what it was? Yeah, and it's based on the actual doll. Um, those those weird ones that have like the red hair and like the uh, it, it's like the really. Hold on, I'll, I'll just show you a picture. The weird, the weird Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah, haunting a Hill House was, I think that would be the last scary thing that I watched, and it was pretty freaky. There were some scenes that I genuinely like jumped. I was like, oh, you know, there's something you're watching and you're like, that's the, the original Annabelle. That looks that's a raggedy Ann. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but there was there was there was one that was supposedly like cursed. My dog used to hum my raggedy Ann when I feel raggedy Ann. I used to have to yell like Benji, Benji, get my dog, get my dog. He's like, ah! get out of it. Yeah, yeah, that was that's what the movie was based on was like this one story that was like a cursed Annabelle doll. Like huh. and it was like interesting. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, it was a real story, but, like, how much of the paranormal side was real, who fucking knows. But, like, the movie is, like, fucking creepy. There's this one scene that always gets me. Like, every time I watch it, it gets me. There's, like, it's, say the the camera was, like, in the corner of the room, like, yeah. up there. Yeah. Right? Um, and you can see the layout of this room. Yeah. And the back right corner is the door to enter the room. Yeah. And the door is, uh, like, cracked. Yeah. And from the camera, you can see through the crack and see a little girl that's not existent standing, like, in the room across. Uh. Like, but on, like, outside of the room. Yeah. Like, so you can see her through the crack of the door yeah. in the next room standing there looking at the camera. <laughs> and, the, and the mom of the movie, she goes up to the window, which is on this side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see the little girl just sprint, like, full speed to the door. And, uh, like, the second she hits it, boom, and it's a full-grown fucking demon lady, like, running at the fucking... What the fuck? And I was like, ah! Like, I, in, in the theater, I was like, ah! Like, I, I freaked the fuck out. It gets me every time. That's awesome. I don't know why that one hit me so hard, but it was just, like, edited so well that, like... Oh, it was so good. The Hill House was like actually was Hill House was like that a yeah, lot too. Lots of free. I was talking to Henry Thomas about that at, uh, two years ago now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was after the after party at uh, Con. I was talking to Henry Thomas about that between our <laughs> shots of really really strong liquor. Um, <laughs> he is a tough tough drinker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like freaking. Uh, I was talking to him about that. Like, I was like, you know, the shot the shots in it were really good. He goes, yeah. He's like, you know. The camera work was amazing. You see them like they go in for shots, and you're like, "How 
are they going to get this shot done? Because it looks like a weird position to be in. He's like, but I'm a pro. He's like, I realized like, they knew what they were doing. You know, and then like you go back and you, he's like, we would go back and watch it, and you're like, oh my god, that's brilliant. You know, they they did that one scene. Um, it was nonstop. They didn't cut it all. It went from the kids to the grownups, back to the kids. Yeah, the and they swapped them out in real time. Yeah, in real time, and it was just a continuous shot, and that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Like, he actually said that you know, the kids in that film were amazing, like top to bottom. All those kids were really close. Yeah, even the little ones were very, you know, very good. You yeah, know, very freaky. Um, Lulu was like really young when that was filmed. Twelve, I think twelve. I mean, yeah, that's that's young. But the youngest one, I think, was the little itty bitty one. She was, God, I want to say she was probably like seven or eight. She must have been really young because she the was the one a that played kid. young. Uh, yeah, broke neck lady. Bent yeah, neck lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just like, fuck. Like working with kids that young, they those kids have got to be on it. You know? Yeah, they gotta be let in on the secret that horror movies aren't real. Like. If you can't just let a kid act in something so terrifying <laughs> and not tell them, like, well, the nice thing is, is like most of it's CGI anyway, you know. But yeah, like, they like they won't be a part of it, but oh like, yeah. like, like I imagine even for uh, all them Stranger Things kids jumping on board for it, they were like, we've done this. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like we c- we can deal with a, a CGI <laughs> Pennywise <laughs> fucking with us. Well, Skarsgård, he was in that makeup for a lot of the movie. Oh, for a lot of it, <laughs> for sure. And they said that people were actually scared of him in that outfit oh yeah but like how many scenes is it like giant dog pennywise and (laughs) you know there's nothing really there or like spider pennywise or (laughs) like he had a bunch of different forms that were like really weird yeah that was you know that's tied into the dark tower series by stephen king yeah you know so pennywise is uh, he's, 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 well, he's like an ancient evil. Well, they call that him like, like a glim. I think it's a glimmer or glamour, and he's like he's extra a physical. Like like he exists in the Dark Tower series. Yeah, they mention him in the book. They mention the tower, and like how the universe itself is on the back of a giant turtle, and the turtle yeah. is responsible for, you know, creation of the universe or whatever. But uh, the towers have all fallen except for like one. If that tower falls, then the, the universe ends. You know? Right and. Pennywise is one of these race of beings that just doesn't care, like Tock from. Uh, uh, so just all about chaos. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Oh if yeah, and anything they, works they feed, out. He feeds on stuff, you know, like um, Tock from. Uh, uh, none of readers. <laughs> God damn it! I hate getting all. Oh my God! Pardon me while I search. Desperation. Oh, <laughs> desperation. Yeah. Um, Tock doesn't actually have like physical form. Uh, it's interesting. He was <laughs> like, it's it's how Stephen King kind of like linked it all together. And I think in the Dark Tower series, they actually talk about the writer. And if the writer ever loses entry, you know, ghosts. <laughs> the fuck. That was just something falling in the wall. Um, <coughs> they talk about the writer at some point. I think the. the the wizard does in the Dark Tower series. He mentions that, like, um, if the writer ever loses interest and stops writing, that their universe will cease to be. And it's interesting. It's it's a weird reference to the fact that Stephen King is writing the books. That if he if he loses interest and stops writing, or if he dies, their universe ends. Right. Because the story is not finished. Right. You know, it's I don't know. It's kind of fun. A little weird. I never did see. The it's Dark interesting Tower that he has like a universe mm-hmm. that he's created. Oh yeah. I love that. And they did a 
the TV series for a while where like it was all it was all contained mm-hmm. in that one little town. So you had like Cujo yeah. living in here, Carrie lived over here. It's kind of a neat idea, but it also kind of waters it down. Yeah, you know. But yeah, that um, I think it's just funny that dairy is like the source of like a lot of bad shit, and like it's it's just connected to like a lot of his stories, and it's like. Why dairy? What made you choose dairy? <laughs> yeah, probably because it's a nice, quaint little town, and it's, those are always the ones with the, those dark, are the, ones the darkest with the secrets. Yeah. yeah, I mean, our town, like our shit's out in the open. You know, there's a thug down the street that's a murdering bastard. Everybody's gonna. Everybody know. knows about it because he's a and everybody talks around here. Like, oh yeah, snitches. I mean, people don't hide. There's so many snitches. Yeah, people can't hide in Gross Point. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah, freaking like yeah, a little town like Derry. Like, remember, we, we'd, we'd be driving, and I'd look at a house, and I'd look at that freaky house. People like, there's bodies in that basement. <laughs> we'd be like, out in the middle of nowhere. You would know. Like, yeah. there's got to be. Like we, we were driving to Erie that one time, that one hospital. Yeah, the, the one right, uh, right on the lake, the lake pretty yeah. much. <laughs> we were driving, and like, you see the nuclear power sta- station, like the stacks or whatever. With a random barn that's actually inhabited, but <laughs> it looks like it fell apart like oh, 30 yeah. years and there's ago. there's houses that are like, you know, the windows are busted <laughs> out, but there's a dude sitting on the front porch on a couch, and you're like, uh-huh. what the fuck? You know, but also you'd see like huge, <laughs> just unkempt fields, and then like in the distance you'd see like a farmhouse and another house just sitting there like, and you can see cars in the driveway, but the driveway itself is overgrown with weeds and, and fallen trees, so nobody lives there. No. Or somebody does, and they're just eating people. Um, More than likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, a fisherman comes too close. Ah. <laughs> but, Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a freaky shit over there. But, yeah, it's <laughs> – yeah, like, I know – you know, I think, yeah, I think, I think The Haunting of Hill House was the last scary movie. Um, well, speaking of scary, scary stuff, I saw some images from uh, JLA with – Superman and his mustache, and that was not that was not cool. It hurt my heart. <laughs> no, he, I saw Cavill standing there with the mustache on. He's like, not reshooting a single thing, though. No. no, no, no. I just saw a picture. Like it was from, from oh, the set. from the actual. Set. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. It's, his Superman. his stash didn't even look that good. <laughs> it like, wasn't good. You could have shaved that shit and put it back with prosthetics. He he literally just wanted to grow a stash, <laughs> and then he grew it. And then Tom uh, Cruise was like, "Hey, you want to be in the next Mission Impossible? Sure." All right, but you got to keep the mustache. Fuck, like <laughs> so stupid and a, t- a totally forgettable role. He in a looks for, in a good with a beard, movie. though. Like, oh, if, yeah. if you watch Man of Steel, like he looks awesome when he's got the beard and he yeah. comes off the oil rig and like it looks awesome. But like that mustache, just uh, all that controversy uh. and all that bullshit and that bad CGI for a forgettable role in a forgettable movie. Like nobody talks about that movie. Everybody still talks about JLA, right? Granted, he had one of the coolest deaths in any action movie. Like he got hooked by a, uh, like a, like a crane hook, like a something you would use. Like, say you got your jeep out in the safari and you need yeah. to like wrap this this hook around like oh, a tree and like yeah. yeah, it was one of one of them. Winch, one of those winches. Yes, and like it, they were sliding down a mountain and like the vehicle that had that was going with them and like as they're going down the mountain the vehicle's going down and then like there came a point where like um they were both at an edge and uh tom cruise is at one spot he's at another and then tom cruise gets up and while tom cruise is up henry cavill's climbing up and he tom cruise looks back and sees the winch coming 
and he just rolls out of the way right as Cavill about to come up and it just peeked right in the top of his head and it just yanks his ass off the fucking mountain. Oh my mountain. god, that's horrible. It was so cool, but like, yeah, 90% of that movie is forgettable. The last 10 minutes is fucking cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I like the Mission Impossible series has always been kind of falling off after like the second and third movies. I saw the first one and that was the only one I saw. So. It was all right. I didn't, you know what? I, I saw it in the theaters. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the first one's very overrated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but the second and third one were all right. Uh, the fourth one, I thought that was a cash grab more than anything. But every other one after that, it was like, well, fucking Vin Diesel gets to make a hundred movies a decade. Yeah, like, right. Le- he makes like a thousand let, triple X's. <laughs> le- <laughs> like, let me do a thousand movies. What the fuck? Oh my and, god. And uh, that movie series he does where the graffiti is fucking glowing eyes, and you can see. In the dark. Uh, Riddick. Riddick. How many Riddicks are there? Like four? I think there's there <laughs> maybe. Um, but he also has games for it. And uh, Jesus Christ. He really likes Riddick because like he has a big hand in the creation of it. So like that's his whole baby. Like it's it's funny. And then he did that bloodshot movie and it was fucking terrible from everything I've seen. I have heard about it but I never saw it. It yet. was just a graphic novel that he was like trying to cash in on the whole comic book oh, yeah. thing. But it wasn't a well-known one. It was like it has a fan base, sure, but it's bloodshot. not it's it's like is it's, it image? It, I think it is. And it's but it's like you can't just take a random image comic and be like this is going to be the next blowout movie you can't <laughs> yeah. take a random dark horse comic and be like this is gonna be the next blowout movie savage dragon you have to in. like there has <laughs> to be something to merge the basic fans with the hardcore fans of it and he's just like i'm not gonna do a movie fuck it like <laughs> he's got so much money this, it doesn't that, matter. like you know? i don't care if the comic hasn't existed for the last five years like i'm just gonna do a movie <laughs> like, so bad. like it's, it's like if they tried to do a Flash Gordon movie right now. It's like, yeah, it's, it's No one would care no except the people that care. saw the classic. And even yeah. then, they'd watch it and be like, well, they're all dead. Anyway. Why is it this? It was in the 20s and 30s. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally in the 1930s. You know. I think the last Flash Gordon that came out was in like 81. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one that was with Queen. The Queen did the whole soundtrack. Yes, and the best soundtrack of any fucking thing ever. I have, I have that vinyl. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I think it's awesome that Freddie Mercury did that, like, it's the a, whole it's so thing. good the music is so funky and weird it is but it's so good so yeah so they're doing they go they went back for reshoots for jla which is interesting two but, two people so far uh, joker yeah oh he's got reshoots relating to the movie which i am totally on board with because his character has no answers yeah oh yeah there's not a single answer given about his character like <laughs> it's just all right, he showed up in Suicide Squad. Oh, he crashed his helicopter. Oh, he saved Harley. Who is he? Yeah, exactly. Like, is, is it new is Joker? He, is he is he the classic the Joker we think of? Is this the is this a sequel to the Joker? Like, is it's it gotta be? Because he's it, so young. And I swear, like, the first instinct I had was this is a Robin that was turned. Yes, because it, it, it makes a lot of sense. However, Jason, Jason was Red Hood, wasn't he? It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it would make a lot of sense if he was because he has the J tattoo on his face and like, you know, yeah. he he's the most likely one I would say to turn into somebody that's willing to murder people. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the Robins, he's the one. He's the one. He's the dude that's going to be stabbed. But what killed me was I didn't even know. I I just seen the other day like somebody pointed out in Batman versus Superman when Bruce is walking to um place the roses at his mom's uh little uh gravesite um one of the graves on the side is 
Dick Grayson's grave. Oh, no shit. Which means he was the Robin that suit is sitting in the Batcave with the Joker paint. So he never became Nightwing. Which, well, right. Like, he was Robin and died Robin. Like, he never got to the point of being Nightwing on his own. Interesting. And But that tells me that if that's the Joker, if that's the Robin that the Joker killed, which makes sense because he spray-painted the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then why would that be Jason Todd unless they purposely flipped the thing to avoid you connecting that like oh yeah, yeah because yeah. jason comes way after oh he's way yeah dick is like 30 yeah like <laughs> jason, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jason's like young and then and and like, batman's pushing 50 at that point right <clears throat> so like it, it's that part of it would have to be explained but um but still like there's still answers to be given about this joker like I, i'm fine with them doing anything with him going forward as long as it makes sense i don't want it to be cringy and stupid but uh you know who else they got? Uh, I'm not too sure about why they would do this. Um, Amber Heard. Who is she? Mira. She's the chick that accused Johnny Depp of fucking why? abusing her, and then she ended up becoming the abuser. The abuser. Yeah. She bit off his finger, and like, yeah, she's fu- she's fucking crazy. She, why would she? Why would they have Mira come back for I mean, JLA? For, just for an Aquaman scene. Why? That's not fun or interesting. She was already in the movie. I don't know what they could have to reshoot for her. I really don't. That's dumb. Yeah. I I mean, she's she's just a, a terrible person anyway for what she did to Johnny Depp. But, oh, yeah. like, but put I, – I don't know. I don't know what to make of it unless the huh. scene is, like, really cool and she shows up at an opportune time and does some badass stuff. I don't know. But I I'm guaranteeing you it's probably just a quick, like, ten-minute dialogue at most. I mean, You're it's not a, gonna have Dark Seed in there. Just appear. I mean, he's gonna be in it. They, but, they but, better. But he's all CG. So well, I would they, assume so. They yeah. had the guy that did the voice of him. He already did all his of his voice stuff. By the way, the Dark Side uh, whole uh, story was already planned for the movie. So that guy hmm. had all his stuff in it. Then Joss Whedon's like, "That's too much to do in one movie. We can't oh. do that." Fucking Jesus Joss. Christ. Fuck you, Joss. Oh my god. Go back to doing like Buffy, Buffy you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, anger. Yeah. Shank, shank, shank. No, I mean he, he ruined a perfectly fine. He did movie. mess it up. He, he, he fucked it up pretty bad. Give me a good cyborg. Stop murdering his story. <laughs> it's pretty like bad. he took out half of the story that was meant for cyborg. The like, Flash was a train wreck. Like, and is he is he scared all the time? We already know there was like origins in place for all of them in what was going to oh, yeah. be the Zack Snyder version. We know that we were going to see football player, uh, um, what's his real name? Cyborg McCyberson. Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that that's his code name is Cyborg because you think somebody <laughs> would figure it out. It's kind of obvious. No, it's a uh, fuck. What's his name? Vic. Yes, Victor Stone. Yes. Yes. How did I know that? I'm not even a DC guy. Yeah. That's uh, a weird brain um, thing I just did. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Barry had his whole uh, in, like intro scenes that were cut out where like he saves Iris. Uh, oh, in the supermarket. He, oh, yeah, or he saves Iris, yeah. And she gets that car crash happens. The car happens. crash, yeah. Yeah, they, they cut that out. Why? That would have been really cool to see him be a hero before we see him when well, Batman shows up. Because we have to have Batman saying, I don't not – it's like who are you what the fuck what happened to the bruce in the last movie that actually talked right like you don't you're stammering bruce doesn't stammer it's it's unfortunate what happened with that dialogue and everything like (laughs) and then they showed 
when the fucking Snyder Cut trailer came out, they like one of the final things they showed was an actually good speech from Batman, and yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> all we needed. <laughs> like, I did like the black suit Superman. I found that yeah beautiful. It's well, a good that's what's supposed outfit. to happen if you oh, look yeah. at the comics. I mean. When he died and came back, he had the black suit, and people weren't sure if that meant he was a bad guy or, or a good guy. Because no, they had like three different versions of him too. You had the, you had the uh, the fake one, Eradicator. Yep. You had the the twin, lightning, the blue and the red lightning powered ones, and then they had like also it was weird, man. Well, they didn't know what to do when they brought him back. No, they were they, no they were kind of uh, in shambles. Drunk. Comics in general were in shambles when they did that. They oh, it was horrible. They killed him mm. off, and then they were like, well, fuck. Who are we going to do stories about? We already got the, you know. Shazam, no. We already got Mr. Finger doing Batman. We already got, like, fuck. We got a bunch of writers. We basically have to fire now. Yeah. Unless we start redoing Superman. Yep. And then they did it so early that it was like, why'd you even do the event? In the it was like place? a couple of months. Yeah, it was, it was, it's obviously like, it was just a cash grab. Yeah. You know, so then it, but they also ruined it for everybody else. Cause as soon as they kill a character off, it's like. You, you expect know, them to come back, and it's like, thank you. Spider-Man like, and all that shit, you know. It's like the only really? funny thing though is like if, like that's the difference between Marvel and DC though is like Marvel they'll kill off people all day, and they'll just use a stone or, or some kind of magic and yeah. bring everybody back. Yeah. Whereas like DC that shit doesn't really exist, so it's like. Well, like, you guys definitely like, where Hawkeye was dead for like years. Yes, and you don't you know. know like if. Or how he would ever come back, yeah, when, especially as you're M. reading it. Well, then like, the House of M thing happened with Wanda, and I think like when she went crazy and died, or whatever the fuck happened with her powers, she didn't die. She though. went fucking nuts though. But when she reset reality, he was alive again, which is interesting. And in DC, like um, the weird thing is like they don't they don't explain powers enough in DC to be honest, like. Dark side, you know, he's got his whole like omega beam and whatever. Yeah, he's one of the old guys. And, and you're whatever. you're told that his omega beam just like obliterates anything it touches, but he also can just send you back in time if he wants to. <laughs> like what? Why yeah. does it, why would he do that? What is it's de- it depends on the writers, I'm sure. Yeah, and like Dark Knight's Metal was all predicated on uh the final crisis uh story or whatever, and the one where Batman gets beamed by Dark Side he gets sent back to like the beginning of man. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And like he becomes the like the cult of the bat. Yeah. yeah. And it was really cool. But um and and like at the beginning of time you see the cult of the bat, the cult of the uh the hawk and like the cult of the the uh the owl. Yeah. And it was like the court of owls actually was there at the beginning of time. Like it was it was literally like the first like actual organization that like stayed around the whole time whereas the cult of the bat died it was just batman like being passed down through generations like even the wayne family when it caught up to them like in some respect like when they came to america they were on some like vigilante shit it was really weird how they explained it but like it was just a like a it was like dna memory kind of thing like they all knew to be like that interesting yeah like their morals were just passing from person to person. So Bruce just went back in time and just humped a bunch of cave people. You already know. Jesus Christ. You are, keep it in your pants, <laughs> Bruce. Rain? God, damn it. Playboys, rich playboys. Yeah. So, but they don't really bring people back like that. And when they do, it's usually like a holy shit event. Like yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earth, like or some crap. Yeah, you know? like a new universe has to be born, or like yeah. Usually, it's not like as easy as just they're back. 
I mean, sometimes it is, but most of the time it isn't. Like new 52, 55, 58. Yeah. Like usually what the DC universe will do is like, all right, here's the main universe. If anyone dies here, expect to not see them for the next two years. Yeah, right. Oh, great. <clears throat> the Marvel universe is we're just not going to write them for the next two years. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, like comic. Well, look at the Fantastic Four. They came to an end. They, they didn't kill them off. It was like they're no. just not here. There's no reason. Yep. It's just like the Shazam in, in DC. Like when they did 50, New Fifty Two, Shazam was there at first and whatever, and then they then he disappeared, and then the, the rebirth happened, and he's been gone for like so long, and then he finally showed back up, and it's like, bro, where were you? <laughs> I'm missing you. You have any idea what the hell just happened? <laughs> like Aquaman's got a hook for a heart. Look at my arm. I got a hook. They reference that in metal. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I was just reading that Book comic Iron. again. Oh my god, Batman, Batman metal was pretty freaking. It cool. was really good, and then the Batman Who Laughs stuff that spun off of it was awesome. That's nuts. I would hope that some, some someday ball, some balls doing stuff like that too. Yeah, you know? like, like it was a risk. Yeah. Um, I would hope that someday though they like, like, they put some real money into it and actually do movies like that. Like it's pretty obscure though. You gotta really you have to like like DC Comics, but also then like Batman, and then also like the weird Batman shit, and also like every other DC hero that's gonna show up along yeah. the way. Yeah. However, I feel like it's the time has passed to be concerned with the casual comic fan for DC and Marvel. Oh, shit. I know they gotta. Do it's it, we're past that point. They gotta spread it out. In the Everybody world. and their fucking mother knows who Thanos is. Oh, exactly, exactly. And, and even if they don't know who Thanos is, they see that glove and they're like, "Oh, that that's yeah, the Infinity Glove." Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the Infinity Glove, it makes pancakes. <laughs> the snap of a finger, you get all the pancakes you want. <laughs> like they know what it is. Yeah, but yeah, freaking like, D- but DC's. I mean, these movies, man, they've got to start picking obscure shit. They can't pick the same four people over and no, over. No, that's over. why Marvel's been so successful for fucking ten years yeah. because they were like, all right, who's the B team of Marvel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even like, Iron Man was a B character. Yeah, but I mean, Captain, comic was Captain America's kind of like A team, but like, oh yeah, even then, like mm. he's he don't got like crazy powers. He's just fast and strong. Yeah, exactly. Like, He's kind of stupid. He did drugs. He did drugs. You hear that, kids? He did. He took steroids. and (laughs) He just, you do do enough drugs, you do a special serum, you become Captain America. That's the goal. That's how it goes. DC fans. But, like, that's the reality is, like, Hulk, (laughs) Spider-Man, and, like, Daredevil, the reason they were sold to other companies is because they were the most popular Marvel characters. Oh, yeah. They were the coolest looking to people. They were the most... Uh, likable by people. People like a giant green monster. Who doesn't like a giant green monster? He looked like monster? he was made out of Play-Doh in that one movie. <laughs> it was bad. CGI when, one. When he would get shot and you would see the ripple of the bullets through his chest, and it was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you nasty. Your, your moobs are moving. Your man boobs. Your moobs. I, I thought it was a funny movie at most. Like, yeah, There were some parts that I was like, all right, that's, that's kind of cool. But most of it, I was like, why'd they even do this? No, the newer Hulk came out, and you're like, I love this guy so much. Yeah, he plays a badass Bruce Banner, and it's it's it's, it's amazing. Yeah, Ruffalo's really good at playing as as playing a nerd Banner. Oh yeah. Whereas like, Norton played a more serious Banner that like could also be the nerd. Like I feel like he was yeah. just very serious like at times. Whereas like other times he was like, I don't know, guys, I'm just kind of here. I I I, don't know. I will never look at him the same after American History X. 
No, no. <laughs> I can't. I when, can't. when you see a man stomp that another. Movie. Yeah, curb stomp a dude. You hear that sound of the teeth. Goes, uh, ding, 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 ding. Uh, uh, that's the worst. I, every time I see his his fucking knee go up that high, uh, I look away. I can't even look no. at it. Yeah, it's horrifying. <sighs> God. But yeah, you know, the sad part is, like, <laughs> I creeped you right out, didn't I? God. The, uh, uh. Like there's that new series came out of the Haunting a Hill House. The, like they not, just did a new sequel, one, yeah. But not the sequel, but another haunted house. Yeah. Apparently, it's not as freaky, scary. It's as much as it is as creepy. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. There's, I heard it also has like hidden ghosts and shit all throughout. I it, love just, that. just like Hill House oh, did. That's fun. That's fun. I thought it was really cool that like Hill House had something like a hundred and something like hidden oh, ghosts yeah. in it the was background. Great. It's really cool to do, you know. Yeah, freaking. Uh, yeah, that that's come out. I have to watch that and. Uh, what is up with let's 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 talk about Tenet for a second. Yes. Like, so Tenet, the guy lives in an apartment complex and he's a tenant <laughs> and he can't pay his rent and he goes on an adventure. Fucking capitalism. He goes on an adventure to pay his rent. That's the movie, right? That's the gist That's of it. That's the whole movie. No. Then what is it with the time travel in that? I was watching the trailer and I'm like It's huh. very interesting. Very interesting. So the whole idea of how the time travel works, if you were to apply it to like certain movies it's a loop um, that will always happen. That's like the whole movie front to back. When an event happens and you see that character moving in forward motion, yeah, that event will always happen. Okay? Huh. But when you see something happen in reverse, that means that somebody in the future is currently time traveling back to that point. And when you meet at that point, like you see their actions on the other side of it happening prior to that. So if if someone got shot dead on the yeah. ground at this point in the timeline and you're walking here and you see that body on the ground with a bullet there and you're like, what happened here? And then you get to this point, you start to see that person's body get up, get the bullet removed from his face, and then you're going with him while he's going in reverse. So because you're in normal movement, you're seeing his reverse movement. But if you were him in that scenario, you really just went forward until you got shot in the face. That's weird. It's very That's interesting. That's weird. Very interesting. But the whole idea is like you start at one point in the yeah. beginning of the movie. The guy's a CIA operative and uh the damn good actor too. Yeah, it's Denzel Washington's kid. He's fucking awesome. Oh my god. Um and he goes up until a certain point, he gets captured by some Russian dudes, and um his partner uh gives him a suicide pill before he can talk and he takes it and eats it and then he, he's supposed to die. Yeah finds out that it wasn't enough to kill him the russian guys just abandoned his body and uh he was picked up by this this group called tenant that's huh. that's their like organization they deal in a special kind of time travel and uh it's just um inversion so like you know you pick up a gun that fired a bullet at one point yeah there's a wall back there with holes in it if you pull the trigger on this gun, this gun is inverted. Yeah. It meaning it went through a time machine of some sort and is moving in reverse, even though you can grab it and move around in normal speed. Realistically, you were always going to pick this up and move it. So to the gun, it is moving in reverse. So yeah. once you get to that point and you pull the trigger, the bullet comes out of that wall and right back into the gun. That's pop crazy. the clip out and oh shit. Like I just reversed that that one thing that was reversed 
has the properties to do that. That's so weird. It is, dude. Oh, God. That makes my brain hurt thinking about it. It's so crazy, too, though, because, like, the, the further you get into the movie, you're like, all right, so he gets to this point to find out who this, this big arms dealer guy is. So this arms dealer guy, he thinks it might be somebody of importance. Sure as shit, he finds out this is the guy that invented the inversion, uh. which is his form of time travel. Yeah. He uses it to manipulate events pa- back here in, like, the 80s and shit so that, like, certain things can be found out by him and he can have this whole loop going in the first place. But he, as you go, like, he's fo- – the uh, Denzel Washington's kid is following him. He doesn't have a name in the movie either. His name is the protagonist. Like, oh, no way. That's kind of cool. He calls himself the protagonist, too. That's interesting. Like, every time somebody's like, you know, why are you like this or whatever, he's like, I'm the protagonist. <laughs> like, he, he's got so much swagger about it. It's so cool. But, That's uh, awesome. But, like, they have, like, a what they call a turnstile, which is how they do the inversion. And it's like, imagine if you had, a, like, a circle-shaped room with a wall leading up to it. And on one side of this wall, you're in normal motion. But if you go over to the other side, you're going to feel like you're in normal motion. But in reality, you're going backwards in time. Huh. So your movements are all inverted to everybody walking normally. Weird. It is. But it's so fucking cool because there, <laughs> there comes moments where like, all right, we're in a car chase. Guys are rolling up on us. Oh, shit. We're all moving in normal motion, right? And then, like, halfway through the, the car chase, there's a car upside down in the middle of the street. And you're like, huh. And then, as you catch up to it, that motherfucker flips and rolls back. And now it's going in reverse the same speed as you, with you. And you're and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Uh. And then, uh, like, later you find out that one of the main characters is that guy driving that car that flipped over. Jesus Christ. And... Like, so basically, that main character that did that gets through this car chase, survives it, gets to one of them turnstiles, goes back in time, tries to do something to fix the whole scenario he caused. Once he gets there, he realizes he was the the thing that helped him in this scenario. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. Um, but the coolest thing is this fight scene. Um, they It's the first time you see a turnstile in the movie. Yeah. They... Like Robert Pattinson's on one side, and um, Lee Sparkly, no, oh good, and uh, the protagonist is on the other, and there's bullet holes in the glass that separates the two sides, and it's it's so fucking awesome because <laughs> you see, um, they both are walking up to the turnstile, and as they catch up to it, at the same time, both doors open, and two guys come out one guy comes out on robert pattinson's side moving in normal motion so robert pattinson tries to fight him and whatever and then he runs off and then robert pattinson chases him out of the room then robert pattinson like chases him into the hallway and then yanks his helmet off and then sees who he is you don't see who he is as the viewer and then he he turns around he's like oh shit he he goes back to find uh uh the protagonist the protagonist is fighting a guy in reverse uh so the whole time this guy's moving in reverse, he the protagonist is just trying to figure out how the fuck do you fight somebody in reverse. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy that was fighting him in reverse was thinking the same thing. How the fuck do you fight somebody in normal when you're reverse? Because normal yeah, to yeah, reverse yeah. is, yeah. you know, vice versa. Yeah. Um, 
but they fight each other in this hallway and it's so fucking sweet <laughs> because they do like flips and shit inverted and like there's this weird point where like the gun like flies across the room and they're like one of one of them pulls out a gun and then yeah. it goes flying across the room and there's not really an answer why and then the guy like lays down on the ground and fucking like does this weird like sliding like zoidberg movement <laughs> across the floor <laughs> and you're awesome. like why the fuck does that happen like an hour later in the movie you see that fight in in actual motion yeah and it's because he was fighting to get to the gun it was the other way around you're, oh, you're just Christ. seeing it the, from the other perspective that's weird but you come to this point where you realize both of the guys that came out were the same guy they're both robert patterson right? no oh, they're both the protagonist yes <laughs> and it's so cool because there's a point where the protagonist is about to shoot himself in the face from uh, the future. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson comes up. He's like, no, don't do it. And there's a fucking, like, they were at an airport. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, a, a shutter door that was, like, partially ripped because they crashed a plane into the building. Yeah. And, uh, like, you can hear the plane's, like, turbine, like, spinning and whatever. And because it's in reverse, you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck is about to happen? And then the body of the the future protagonist gets sucked out of the shutter and you're like oh shit that motherfucker's dead you don't even know at this point that it is the protagonist right yeah later in the movie when he goes back in reverse and and to get to that point to even do all of that when he gets to the airport he's running through reverse and when he gets in front of the turbine the turbine exploded and it propelled him into that scenario. <laughs> so you're like, he didn't get sucked out at all. It was just a reverse of him Jesus getting blown Christ. in. It was so fucking cool. That's and wild. it was sweet because you see him end up in this situation and he's getting choked out by himself and he's got a gun to his, his self. Yeah. And he's looking at himself like, bro, you can't see who I am. Like, we're going to destroy the fabric of reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Robert Pattinson's like, don't fucking do it. But like. You don't hear it in English. Like, you hear it in reverse English. Yeah. So he knows what's happening. He's like, dude, I've been here. Like, this is all right. So now I got to fight myself. All right, here we fucking go. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, like, then they fight in reverse. And I'm just sitting here watching it. Like, how the fuck did they do this fighting <laughs> choreography? Because it's real. Like, yeah, yeah. they actually did this. That's got to be a, that's a lot of fucking work. It's somebody that put a lot of work dude, into it. Dude, you know? the protagonist himself, I think it's John David Washington is his name, um, if I'm not mistaken uh they i saw the behind the scenes and he actually was practicing reverse fighting moves that's cool like real time that's like crazy ass like awesome dude i'll have to watch that movie it it was really interesting but um the ultimate thing is like who the fuck is robert pattinson the whole movie ah there's a big theory that he's a little kid in the beginning of the movie oh shit and that time was like spread from the end of the movie until that little kid was like almost 30 to where he was sent back to do the whole movie oh no shit that's cool it's really fucking neat but like he like you, there's points where there's like three of everybody ah. like and they don't they they know where they are supposed to be yeah but they're not there like it's like huh. like technically in their time they're not there yet but they will be so they know, all right, they're going to be going to unlock that door, but they won't be able to because they don't have this thing. Yeah. So I'm going to go back in reverse and unlock it real quick, and then I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. So then when they show up to that door, they see this weird guy in reverse show up and 
fuck around with the lock and then get out of there. And they knew it. They and, know what's and going th- on. They don't know who it is though, because they think it's just another guy. Like, there's a point where they have um, a planned attack. They call it like a a, a time pincer move, Ipsh. where one side of their army goes in forward time, the other side of the army waits like six hours and then goes in reverse time and lives the battle in reverse. The, huh. the people that waited the six hours, they know what's going to happen. The people that are going in, they're basically setting it all up. So, like, That's fucking b- but when it comes time for the battle, you got, if, if it's a, um, a timeline, you got people three hours from the moment the thing happens, and you got people three hours after the thing happens. But as the battle is happening, they're both seeing each other the whole time. That's crazy. So, like, you can see people moving in reverse at the end of the battle that are actually at the beginning of the battle for themselves. That's nuts. And there's this moment where, like, you're, they're going through a town that's, like, fucked up from a nuke or something. Yeah. Like, it's it's destroyed. But there's a tower in that town that's still standing. Um, when they get there, it's not, though. Like, it's crumbled completely. Um, at least for one side of it. For, for, like, the normal time guys, the tower's there. For the reverse time guys, the tower's gone. I think I said in the trailer, like, it forms back together. It was fucking sweet because they showed, um, they did it at the same time they demolished the building. Like, the the forward time guys shot the top off the building. The reverse time guys shot the base of the building. Uh. And they did it at the same time. And it was so fucking sick because you see a missile, like, go in reverse while the other one's going forward. And it just, <laughs> boom, boom, and I'm like, how the fuck does Christopher Nolan have the time <laughs> like no pun intended how does he have the time to come up with this that's crazy like though. that's some out of the box outside the box thinking you know if if anybody is gonna if any one human is gonna be coming up with a significant enough idea to create time travel i think that one human would be christopher nolan <laughs> because i don't think anyone else on this earth thinks this hard about time that's crazy every movie he does centers around time Every single one. In- Interstellar was all about how Jesus Christ, gravity could be used to manipulate time. <sighs> Fucking uh, what movie? Memento was a, a movie in reverse. The whole thing was like, let me show you one scene. Then the scene 10 minutes before that. Then the scene 10 minutes before that. And as I tell you that, you're going to piece together the whole fucking movie in your head. Yeah. Fucking even the Dark Knight trilogy. Like the first one, not so much. But the Dark Knight itself, there's so many moments in that movie where they're like, all right. Three minutes. That's when the thing's gonna happen. Yeah. And then exactly three minutes from that moment in the movie, that's when that thing happens. Batman's like, poof, let me shoot my little putty bombs, and then three minutes later, that thing goes off. Joker's like, all right, you guys got ten minutes to to figure it out, or I'm gonna blow up a hospital. Yeah. Like, all right, and then all of those things happen in that time, and it's like, Nolan, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? He's Neo. Because you like you cl- you probably live in a uh, in one of them chambers where you can just like meditate on yourself all the time, <laughs> like and, and hallucinate because no normal human thinks of this shit. Oh yeah, there's there's sensory deprivation chambers. Where you're in, yes. Yeah, Rogan does that. Where you're in total darkness, just well, floating. You can't like, feel it. Because you get anything. like you get like a high off of it because you're totally removed. You can also go completely insane. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I don't know a single person in this world that ever talked about time as much. I mean, honestly, like, there's theoretical physicists that don't worry about time this much. (laughs) No one's like, fuck you guys. 
Bunch of panty waist. <laughs> Look at my script. And they're like, no. Like, I'm telling you, there's going to be a day in, like, the next, like, couple hundred years where they're going to be like, well, uh, a scientist at uh, the University of Oxford has developed the first time machine. His basis was the movie Tenet. <laughs> and they're going to be like, no, because that whole movie is about preventing World War III. <laughs> like, like, yeah, guess what? It already happened. No! <laughs> but, like, it's really cool how they explain, like, everything that you see happen has already happened. There's no changing this loop. You, you might think, I can do things different and change this loop. Right. No. But because this loop hasn't changed, it never will. Interesting. Yeah. Because the past you that ran through this loop thought the same thing so uh, every single time it is always that version of you these and movies are definitely a must see it's <laughs> really Jesus. fucking good because the whole movie you're just sitting there like not really sure about what's happening um but they're so you're saying we should watch it high yes <laughs> and the intro the intro to the movie is probably one of the coolest intros to any movie i've ever seen they like there's like a robbery at an opera. Is it Unicron eating a planet awesome though? I mean, oh man, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, but Michael Bay made Unicron the whole planet, so yeah, we don't we don't know. Fuck him. <laughs> Damn, don't get me started. I hate that bastard. I hope he gets syphilis and dies a horrible, crazy, oh. crazy death. <laughs> Go Napoleon on him. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's sitting on an island somewhere, scratching himself, going, ah. <laughs> hate him so much. He ruined my Transformers. Who gives him lips? <laughs> Who gives them lips? Why give them lips? Why? Who needs lips when you're a robot? Like a you're a robot car. <laughs> like cars don't have lips. You should even have five fingers, but we let that pass because you know. <laughs> even in the cartoon, we yeah. were like, "Why?" Like, yeah, it makes no sense. At least Shockwave just had a gun on one hand. You know, it really didn't make sense that they have fingers in any capacity. <laughs> like, what part of a car is that separatable that you <laughs> could? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> pull that off. So yeah, so, so tenant definitely a must. It's a see. must watch. I would, yeah, I would see that as soon as possible. Saw one, lots of fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, um, oh god, I, I still haven't watched New Mutants. I I meant to. And Me I, neither. I still no, I've been busy. I've been. I was trying to buy a car and decided not to. <laughs> 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 I was. I was shopping for one. I was just like, ah, I'll save mine till after winter because COVID. They're talking about shutdowns again. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to really spend all my money. <laughs> Maybe I'll just keep it for my. I got my Mustang. I'm happy. <laughs> it's just wintertime. It's not fun. No. Um, but I got another car for that. But yeah, I think next time we next time we meet, we're going to talk a little bit about some other fun things. I mean, we've got <laughs> – we should definitely talk about a wild trumpus. Um, I think that by the next time we meet, actually, <laughs> I think it might actually be over. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we, we either we're going to be very happy or it's going to be completely insane. Um yeah, I think that'll actually. We'll, I'm we'll, just excited about the uh, era immediately following this election when oh yeah. I don't get a fucking ad every three seconds about John James. <laughs> oh Go fuck yourself! Like I'm not voting for anybody that's gonna ruin my phone like this. Like <laughs> I, love getting the, I love getting the texts from uh, Kentucky. I, just, I'm like I don't live in Kentucky. Me and my friend have been going back and forth with texts like for the last like week with. Like, we'll get random texts from random numbers saying, like, hey, Ashley, like, <laughs> we heard you're registered to vote, and, uh, you know, we would hope that you would vote for this person. I literally will text them back, get the fuck off my phone. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and then. I got to the point where I, like, I'll text them back. 
I'll text him stuff like uh, like stuff from Dune, <laughs> like just random shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I can text him stuff like "Blessed be the maker and his water." Yeah, it's just so. Last funny. thing that I got was, um, it was a full ass fucking text saying, uh, "Hold on, it was." Oh jeez. Hello, I'm texting on behalf of Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson and the Michigan Center for Election Law. There are. They are working together to make voting even. I'm just like, get the fuck off of here. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. who the fuck, like, like that's that's cool that you got my number. I just <laughs> hope you would delete it. <laughs> and like this other one, hi, Marianne. It's <laughs> I'm not Marianne. <laughs> Fucking stop. There's no Marianne here. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the thing is too, like, what these these people need to realize, and they just don't. I don't think they care, but. No. You know, it's like it's 2020. We don't like being interrupted. No. We don't we don't like that the shit. The soliciting is yeah, a bit like, much. It's like a pop-up ad. It's annoying. It's 90s. No, Nobody no one likes, likes that it. shit. Nobody likes it. But yeah, so next time we'll talk about we'll talk about Borat and we'll talk a little bit of uh, a little bit of politics. You know, Obama gave that dude both barrels and blah blah. <laughs> you know, it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh we talk about the wild trumpets and the, his orange freakouts. <laughs> and uh, the fly on Pence, and it, it, but I don't know. We have to see next episode. I think it's going to be our fiftieth. I have to double check the count. But yeah, we'll do something fun for that. That'd be cool. Hear me, Mark Hamill. Call me. <laughs> listen, listen here. Listen here, <laughs> Luke. But anyway, it's freezing. We're gonna go sleeps. Yep. We'll see you on the flip side. All right. Peace. Peace.